Praise the Lord. You you are listening to True Bible Mission for Jesus Church, located at 6010 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the pastor is Elaine Allen. Earth has no Yes, praise the Lord, it's chat time again. This week, we will continue our discussion of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So, this week, um, I want to talk about a few current events. And I don't know about, I found this on ChristianHeadlines.com. I don't know what, it's an, a Bible app. I don't, I'm not familiar with it. Maybe somebody else is. It's called Version Bible App. And in 2017, the most highlighted and shared and bookmarked scripture was what? What do you think it was? I have no idea. Can you guess? John 3.16? <laughs> no. Jo- Joshua 1.9, which says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous do not be afraid. I don't think this is the King James Version. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That is the the most highlighted, shared, and bookmarked I wonder verse why. in 2017. And I wonder why. So, Version is a free Apple app. I didn't know that. I don't have that. Um, and it's run by Oklahoma City-based Life.Church, and it began 10 years ago. It's been downloaded in every country since KOCO5 News quoted Life.Church innovation pastor and app founder Bobby Gruenwald, who stated the first weekend, the very first weekend in 2008, we saw 83,000 people install the Bible app on their phone. Just in three or four days. So it's called the 
U version, Y O U of the Bible. V E R S I O N. I don't oh, know. That's just what. That's the name of the Bible the app, app that you can go to app okay. Apple and or download it. It's free. Um, still free after ten years. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. That's interesting, though. It's. I find and, that interesting. And I don't know that if that's. I, I'm trying to figure out how they came to the conclusion that Joshua. Uh, whatever that was, you say what chapter, verse Joshua one nine one nine was the most downloaded, maybe the most downloaded according to their app, the, the most uh, researched app or Bible verse within an app. I'm thinking it has to be based upon their particular application, and how, I'm trying to figure out how would they know that it's the most researched scripture. They have to be going off of their own information their own oh i think so app. just this church right, right. just right. this church and right. but see that's their information but that's open to the whole world you know yes the but whole, that's connected to their i don't app, know their app i mean anybody can download an so app say that's connected to their app though so, oh, so right to so the so app not to right, the church right so they're monitoring their app as far as how many hits that particular scripture received and then I, um, on ChristianHeadlines.com, I saw an article. I didn't print it out, but it said for, like, a resolution for 2018. Mm -hmm. What is the number one resolution that people decide they want? To lose weight, isn't it? No, that's number two. Is it something to do with finances? No. That wasn't even in the mix, but I'm sure somewhere down the line, down the road, it was. Spirituality. <clears throat> it was to be a better person. People want to be a better person, and I found that interesting. That topped, you know, how everybody advertises weight loss and you know exercise equipment and diets and you know you're going to lose weight and but i found that interesting that people want to change they want to be better people you know Which makes me wonder what kind of person they were <laughs> well i don't know i uh, yeah some could be really <laughs> terrible some could be terrible and they want to change from what they were some probably have addictions and they don't want to be addicted some um I don't know, probably aren't mean, and <laughs> they don't want to be mean. You know, if the Lord puts it on their heart that they don't want to do that. But, you know, what's what's really nice is that starting a new year, you ha I think um, you have another chance. <clears throat> and you have another chance every day. And I think, I'm, I must have been dreaming about this, I think it's Lamentations, the book of Lamentations, chapter 3. I think it's verse 23. It talks about how, you know, you have a chance every day. You wake up every morning and you have another chance. God's mercies are... are new every day. New every day. And his faithfulness is always there. Always. Um I don't have that scripture in front of me. Lamentations? I think it's Lamentations chapter 3. What verse? 23. 
23, which will say, Maybe they I got are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Every morning you get up, you have a new chance. Every morning you get up, the Lord is faithful to help you. Right. He said, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. That's the only reason. He said, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So he's saying because of his compassion towards us and his mercy is done, and, and we, we will be done. We'll be toast, right? Yes. You know, and um, what's really nice is people think of the Lord as mean or hard or <clears throat> a hard taskmaster, expecting a lot, but he's compassionate. That's what strikes me. He's compassionate. You know, and every morning you get up, you have a new chance. You don't have to wait for a new year to make a new year's resolution. You can do it right then and there every morning. Right. Start fresh. Right. You have a fresh start. And he is so full of com compassion for people, and he's so faithful to his promises and he keeps his promises, so you don't have to wait to make a New Year's resolution to be a better person until next year. You can start right tomorrow morning. Right. Matter of fact, you start right now. Because every time the Lord gives you the ability, like you said, a living dog is better than a dead lion. As long as you have the ability and you can praise the Lord, you can go before the Lord, you can humble yourself, then you have that opportunity right in the moment no matter where you are who's watching you know you, you don't have to be concerned about other people it's just you and the lord so no matter what you're involved in no matter what you're doing no matter what you don't like about yourself no matter what you want to change no matter you know no matter what it is no matter what you have done in the past no matter how bad it is no matter how small it is no matter how big it is you have a chance every right. morning. Right. You can start brand new. Right. You and just set your heart on the Lord, humble yourself before the Lord, and He'll be faithful to help you. Right, because once you make a resolution, especially if you say you want to be a better person, and I, sometimes you know, I wonder what they mean, how they'll try and go about accomplishing that. Because in order to truly be a better person, you have to yield yourself to the, to the Lord. And I, I think the trend that's happening is that people... They want something, but they don't want to allow the Lord to do that for them. They don't want to acknowledge the Lord. And as a result, because they won't embrace truth, they embrace a lie. And that seems to be the trend that's, that is predominant throughout the world. And now it's catching up with the church that they would rather embrace a lie than embrace the truth. Mm -hmm. So moving on. Um, we were talking about the Bible app, uh, version Bible app, and the most downloaded, bookmarked, highlighted, shared verse. According was, to the app. According to that app, right. right. So, um, also on ChristianHeadlines.com, I, I found an article that says, Wycliffe Bible translators are working to reach the deaf community with God's word. And, you know, you really don't think about that. You think about different versions, you know, the ESV and the New King James Version and the emoji version Bible. And 
But it, it, so it's been translated into the Bible, has been translated into thousands of languages across the globe. But uh, the deaf community seemed to have been left out. How? <clears throat> because they're not blind. They well, I don't you know. I know that they can read, but I, I see think what said, they're... If they had said the blind, you know, people who are, <laughs> who are relying on Braille in order to read the Bible, if they were going to come across... And, and it does say in this article that although deaf people can read the Bible, having it translated into sign language communicates to them on a deeper level. He, this, person, right. this person Come believes. I, I don't it's how that. they communicate best. It's how they understand best. And, and he feels, and he must be involved in this um, translation, he feels like the Lord wants to communicate with us best he wants us to understand him he wants that for the deaf community as well so yeah, yeah well I, I'm, not, I'm not faulting him for wanting to do a bible for uh in sign language for the That'd deaf really... community but I, I doubt very seriously if it's deeper than God's you know reading God's word I would think that they would be more concerned with making sure that people who are blind who have to rely on braille in order to read the Bible to make sure that they are not, uh, hopefully not all these new revised uh, modified editions that take away from God's word, but that, that they are that exposed to a, 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 the Bible, that there's a sufficient number of printed versions of the Bible in Braille so that they're not left out of uh, hearing about the good news or reading about the good news. Well, this, this article comes from CBN News and Chantel Pagan is the director of advocacy for Deaf Bible Society, and she feels like it's a really good idea. Why not give them scripture in their heart language? Why not translate the scriptures in a format they can understand and offer video to content that they can have on a on well, their can, devices? You they, know? Can, they can do that, but just, you although know, you I don't, know, I'm not knocking them for that. I just think that. To make the claim that somehow they're left out because they're just reading words, kind of and, backwards. And, and they're not left out. You know, a lot of churches do have sign language interpreters in the church. There are churches that are deaf churches. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all because I remember years and years ago I took some sign language, and one of our assignments was to go to this particular church. On I think it was a south side someplace, 60th, I don't know if it was Lincoln or whatever, but we were assigned to go to this church to a deaf service, you know, where they did nothing but sign language. So that, they're not completely left out. So I can't even picture how this Bible would look like. Right. If they just do all these little signs right. in, and then, for every you know, word in the... And then I would say, well, then you have American Sign Language, you have the Universal Sign Language, you know, so which version of the, the sign language are you going to have this Bible um, printed in? And, I, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I'm just saying that, you know, they are blessed to be able to read mm -hmm. uh, the word. And I think that the same holds true for those who are blind they should also have that same opportunity to be able to read the word. Mm -hmm. So another article from CBN News is, um, and it caught my eye, this state could become the first one with zero abortion clinics. Well, that would be nice. So it's thanks to Republican Governor Matt Bevan, 
they what, eat. Who's the state? It's Kentucky, I believe. Okay. Kentucky could become one of the first states with no registered abortion. See, now that's the key. Registered abortion clinics. Oh, so people <clears throat> going... <laughs> you know, so you have the... Illegal yeah. abortion clinics. But I, I think that it's just a, a shame that we have so... Uh, 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 we, we have reduced ourselves to the point where we are shedding innocent blood, and people take it as a a matter of that's life, a right, as yeah, as usual. Yeah, that that the woman is her body, and I said, but once they give, have another life, it goes beyond just her body. You know, so I, I I'm sorry. I think the country is not going to be able to get away from being chastised for the shedding of so much innocent blood. I still see it. So, of course, you know, they're going to file a lawsuit in there. The new Planned Parenthood facility in Louisville, Kentucky, which has been denied licensing, has joined um, um, in a lawsuit. And they said that we've been doing this for 30 years, so all of a sudden they say it's not safe to have abortions anymore, and that's crazy, they said, this lawyer said. So... The federal judge is expected to make a decision in the case by the end of this month. And so we'll have to keep an eye open for the results. Um, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Missouri, and West Virginia are the only states with a single standing abortion clinic left. So, I don't know. And, and regardless of how people out there who are... Um pro-choice. It's a good thing that life is being spared. It's a good thing. And there, I'm not saying that there aren't situations where a person might feel like abortions are warranted, uh, where a, person, a mother's life is at stake. Uh, a person has been uh, subject to rape or something. But to use abortion like a person would use it for birth control, I think is a crying shame. And it, and it speaks to how base we've become as a nation. And it's a good thing that lives are being spared. Well. Yes, I also think that um, it's strange to find out that if, um, like in a double homicide or if you kill a pregnant woman, mm -hmm. then they consider it a I, life. But when you abort a baby, then it, it's it, not. It's not right. a crime. Yeah. Right. right. It's man, like, man is confused. <laughs> I think so, too. So, um Planned Parenthood, now this really opened up my eyes, and in 2017, Planned Parenthood performed 321,384 abortions. That's a shame. Over 320,000 abortions last year alone. And so all those abortions and now, go where? All those fetuses go where? Like, to like studies and everything else. I believe so. Like one of those British doctors said, it's just so much garbage. You just That's how you view the life. And then I've noticed this trend. They don't refer to uh, to the life as a baby. They refer to them as, tissue, as right? fetuses. Oh, fetuses, yeah. See, they don't say, you know, baby. she's carrying a child, she's carrying a baby. They say she's carrying a fetus. I said, no, call, call it what it is. It's a child. It's it a is baby. a child. And they do that in medical terms, too. That's how they teach it. Fetus. Uh -huh. They don't use the word baby. Now, another interesting article I came across. California, again. 
Mm. I didn't know they did it the first time, but the California Board of Registered Nursing has been given a green light for the third time to teach to to a class teaching nurses how to reverse drug-induced abortions. You know, they had that abortion pill. Now they're teaching nurses how to, if you have taken that pill, how to reverse the... I didn't know that you could. I didn't either. But you know what I would be afraid of? How it affected the baby to begin with. So, So now they've taken it, and now they have to try and reverse it. So after taking the first drug, more than 400 women have called the abortion pill reversal hotline and successfully saved their baby's lives. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's a drug called mifepristone. But what, at what cost? Is the child damaged? It doesn't say. It says that they've successfully saved the baby's lives. Um... Yeah, and I don't know how much time you have after you take that pill. I'm glad that there is a, a way out for every way in. There should be a way out. And I, and I thank God that one was provided, you know, rather than have them lie and say, oh, once you've taken it, there's just nothing we can do about it. I'm glad there's a way to reverse it. I guess what they do is they use injections of progesterone to counteract the effect of the abortion pill. So I, I don't know if, I don't know, they, this article doesn't say anything about the, how a baby, you know, if there's any side effect to the, to the baby as a result of those injections, but anyway, someone sent this article to me, and I don't know, it's, the headlines read, a Christian high school teacher in Oregon faces charges of rape and sodomy after her husband caught her partially naked at home with a student. Hmm. Okay. So the the woman is 29 and is accused of having sex multiple times with a 15-year-old student and sending him topless photos. She's got a problem. Um, Definitely has a problem. And it's a Christian academy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly a Christian high school teacher. Uh, yeah. Supposedly Christian children going to these mm-hmm. schools. Yes. So I don't, you know, people have a different idea of what Christian means. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what, right. what, is, what does it mean to well, people to when people you say you're just a Christian? Means that, that you say you believe in Jesus Christ and is the Son of God and you believe that there is a God and that uh, Jesus is the Son of God and that, you know, that he died and rose for our sins. And then people say, oh, that makes you a Christian. No, that just makes you somebody who's, who's knowledgeable, basically, on the basic level of, of the processes. But that's basically the the definition of what people consider to be a Christian. And so the school has to be one that's probably based upon biblical studies, and they probably are tied to a church, and, you know, where they probably teach some of the principles of the gospel, 
But like the Lord says, denying the power thereof. But the person has a problem. The student has a problem, and the teacher has a problem. The student told detectives that uh, the woman gave him marijuana and alcohol. And he took it. So <laughs> he you know, took it. Yeah, no need to be like Adam. You know, the woman gave it to me, and I ate. You know, <laughs> try to shift the blame like somehow. It was not all his fault, but it, his fault too. Because, but you hold the adult responsible because they're supposed to be in the leadership position because you're sending your child, you're entrusting the innocence of your child and then what happens is somebody takes away their innocence and, and that's where the, the great harm to me is. But mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of people, a lot of kids don't think that they're doing anything wrong because they have sex at such an early age and, and they're taught to... And either adults don't think anything's wrong with it either. You mm -hmm. know? They just think that that's... You know, powerful the course, and 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 because we have become so relaxed in our morals as a nation, and then worse as a church. Talking about <laughs> relaxed in morals as a right. nation, right. Washington will allow people to identify as neutral gender. Okay. Washington State will allow. Pretty soon, they're going to allow residents who do not wish to identify as male or female to simply identify as X. Okay, so <laughs> I, okay, so I'm, when they ask about gender and they ask about race, I'm gonna put a little extra line down there and I'm gonna put an X in that spot. Oh my goodness! It, you know, and I, I, what do they accomplish by by being neutral? What the, what are they accomplishing? The third gender option, X. Define is the provision def is defined as a gender that is not exclusively male or female, including but not limited to intersex, a gender, a male gender, and androgynous by gender, demigender, female to male, gender fluid, gender queer, male to female, neutrous, binary. Pangender, third sex, transgender, transsexual, two spirit, and unspecified. I didn't know. I'll just go with unspecified <laughs> because I, I wouldn't even know even with the categories that were named. I wouldn't even know the significance. <laughs> I never of it. heard it of mean? some of them. Pan, pangender. So, so this is the kicker: minors who wish to change the sex on their birth certificate must still receive a written letter of consent from a parent or guardian, as well as documentation of approval from a licensed healthcare professional. So if your folks say it's okay, and they take you to a doctor, and the doctor says, okay, then you can become an ex. Well, you can just put, <laughs> just put the X down. Who cares? You know, save yourself you the money. You can become an yeah. X and change your birth certificate. But I mean, I, I don't see the significance of it. See, I, I, I don't see... Well, it says, it says it. that it cha purpose? this change will meet the needs of a growing number of millennials who reportedly identify as members of LGBTQ community, according to CNN.com. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from 1 John 3 and 9. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. Ain't God all right? God, God is, is all right. right. Praise the Lord, and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, What does the Lord deliver your soul, eyes, and feet from? And the answer is, death 
tears, and falling. And the answer can be found in Psalm 116, verse 8, which reads, For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. This week's food for thought is, Young lions roar after their prey and seek their meat from home. Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.